Who do you think out of us four is going to get killed slash canceled slash assassinated by the beehive? Youngest. Oh, easily me. You. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be me. I know it. It's fine. I I vote for youngest as well. That's um, a safe bet. I'm gonna sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Roby's a sleeper hater. Yeah. Hello. I'm not even a hater, man. Welcome. Oh, no. We'll dig uh, into it. Thank you for tuning in. Running back to hits. You know the vibes. Um, got a good one here. Youngest is back in the building. I'm back in the building. Uh, this on? looks like two episodes in a row, which the haters said it wouldn't happen. They but, said um, it wouldn't happen. You know, whatever. Fuck it's within a two within a week too yeah. we're uh we're ahead of schedule if anything exactly we're back um got guests two of them actually cool uh returning guests friends pals um roby's here roby how are you bro how hey, you hey. i'm good brother i'm great thank you because i'm here to talk about music yeah thanks for thanks having for me on hey listen man and you is this keith's first full length I think this first Kisa. full first full link from Keista. Yeah, Keista's in the building. Keista, how you doing, bro? Uh, I'm sick, but I sacrificed my health to be on this podcast. Thank you. So you're welcome. Thank you. Oh, Not a sick. I'm sick too. I'm sick of some bullshit, but you know, <laughs> your symptoms might be a little worse. <laughs> yeah, sick of either. No, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we got Ruby here. We got Keista here. Here to dig into uh, some new music. Still, probably the most talked about album right now. You, would, I think. Um, it's the newest one from Beyonce. Uh, Renaissance came out two weeks ago at this point, it's been a minute, July um, 29th. Yeah, so, uh, about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago today. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago today. So, now for a minute, we've had time to sit with it, collect our thoughts. Um, gather or our just heard it today. Yeah, either, either one, <laughs> <laughs> either one, uh, two, two ends of the spectrum. But um, it's been out. People have been talking about it. I feel like everyone has their uh, consensus thoughts about it. Uh, pretty strong. I feel like the album's been, the album's been reviewed pretty well. People have been liking it. Um, I guess before we get into it, I would ask like expectations or like how y'all felt when it got announced. Um, youngest, were you like anticipating this at all? Were you like, I'm definitely going to check it out or whatever? Well, seeming that I just heard it today, I can't say mm-hmm. that I was too uh, <laughs> too excited to hear it. But um, it took me a little bit to hear Break My Soul. Break My Soul came out. I heard it about a week later, and then I spun the hell out of it. Uh, it's probably going to end up 
on some of my year-end lists, if not, like, honorable mention stuff, really, like, break my soul. I like the way she, like, changed direction a little bit. Um, Beyonce has done multiple stuff in her career and a lot of, like, different genre shifts. And oh, the, yeah. like, rapping powerful Beyonce wasn't really for me. So I'm glad she's back to having a little more fun with it. And she was doing the club vibe there. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I really like Break My Soul. I wouldn't say the rest of the album I was too uh, eager to listen to. Right. Uh, Rob, we've actually talked, we've talked Beyonce on the show before. So, I mean, everyone has access to your, like, rankings and thoughts about Beyonce records. Like, how are you feeling about this? Beyonce announces this triple uh, three uh, act album extravaganza. Like, what do you, like, what's on your mind? I... I, I just put the three act part out of my mind, all right? Because I'm just like, you know what? Whatever she gives us, I'll just take it that time. And I'm not going to worry about anything that might be coming down the pike. I'm just here. And when she gives us music, I'll listen. And when I heard that it was going to be, you know, <laughs> that it was also going to be uh, like an electronic dance type album, like coming right off of Honestly, never mind. I I was excited. A lot of people around me were not because I was just interested to hear, like like we talked about this before, the last time we spoke about Beyonce, she loves to take risks. She loves to explore new genres. She loves to do a bunch of genre melding. So I was interested in how she was going to tackle this. So I was excited. Yeah, like when we talked before, something that came up was she is very bold um, with mm-hmm. a lot of her records. She wants to do a lot of things. <laughs> Sometimes it works. Uh, I think we were both... Uh, I think I was a little bigger fan of Lemonade than you, but we both like Lemonade. That was a project where mm-hmm. she tackled a lot of genres and subjects and things like that. Sometimes it doesn't work. Um, like I am Sasha Fierce, me and you both had that last on our album rankings. Um, sometimes she can get a little too heavy with it, <laughs> but yeah. in general, she does that pretty well. So yeah, I felt similar ways to you. I was just like, you know, she loves to do things like this and I'm a trust her. So Kisa, right. what about Kisa? What about you, man? Yeah, uh, Kisa, aren't you? Uh, you're you're a house fan, right? Uh, yeah, I would say that's probably one of my more favorite genres. Um, but in terms of this particular album and my anticipation, so like full disclosure, I've never heard a full Beyonce album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and for like not any particular reason, I think when Lemonade came out, obviously that was like a title exclusive at the time. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the HBO movie, but I never saw that. And then by the time I like got HBO and everything, people had kind of moved on from the album. And then now it's available on Spotify and everything, but I know most of the songs from it through just hearing them from other people playing them. But I never sat down listened to like a full album of hers. Um, so this was the first one I was like, I'm going to actually sit down and listen to it just because um, Break My Soul to me was a very interesting single. And I was like, okay, if this is the direction that she's going in, I want to just hear sort of what what she's going to put into this, like what her thought process is. Um, So my expectations really weren't high or low. I was just like, this is going to be my first full Beyonce experience where I'm taking it in along with everybody else at the same time. So just seeing how that was going to go. Right. Um, Break My Soul too, because everybody kind of mentioned it because it was a single. Um, I feel like people shifted on Break My Soul. Uh, Roby, I know we took opposite way. 
I feel like people didn't love it at, at first. Uh, I feel like it. I, a lot of people were kind of angsty about the project when they heard it. But th- like I saw so many, oh man, Break My Soul sounds so much better in the context of the album. Um, I think speaking for y- me and Youngest and Roby, I think we all kind of liked it off rip. Mm-hmm. Um, Kisa, how, didn't you, I know you said you heard Break My Soul. Did you like it? Like, did you? Yeah. Well, I even remember when um, it like leaked, like a, like a couple hours before it was supposed to drop, and everyone heard. I guess the second verse where she said, "Yeah, it was like, like a two minute outside snippet. or whatever," yeah. and everyone was kind of like, "Oh uh, my uh, god, uh, what is she doing?" Outside, like, outside, really outside. outside, yeah, outside, outside. <laughs> and then <clears throat> when the full thing came out, I was like, "Oh yeah, I, this is exactly I think what was it what what I was hoping it would sound like." Um, but yeah, there was some anticipation. Yeah, I thought that was interesting though. Like I heard some people who, who a lot like not even, like I heard a good amount of people being like, "Oh man, I like I had break my soul fucked up." I th- I just thought it was it it set the expectations kind of high for me cuz I heard break my soul I was like, "Okay, this shit is kind of crazy. Like if this is what we're doing, like le- like let's let's get into it." Um uh yeah, I mean, obviously the single is going to be a little bit of a different vibe than the rest of the album. I mean, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna stay whatever theme she was trying to do, but I think that's what turned me off because the first day it dropped, I listened to "I'm That Girl" and "Cozy," and it didn't sound like "Break My Soul," and I was like, I will get to this later. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped. Um, so yeah, I think "Break My Soul" really set a high expectation for me too because I was expecting. I I don't know why I was expecting, but I was expecting like sixteen straight club house bangers. Um, yeah that energy and that that level of uh that level of like excitement yeah she definitely gets into some different aspects of dance and i think that's kind of goes back to the whole ballroom thing you get kind of some more electronic influences uh some funkier stuff even kind of modern i feel like beyonce has this infatuation with afro beats you get some afro beats uh inspiration in there tim's is on here so you get dance in a couple of different ways. Um, and yeah, I, th- I can see how that sets some people off. Um, Roby, I'll ask you really quick, man. So yeah. for me, the dance shit I like that she gets into is more of like the funkier side. What like because when she gets into the some of the more actual ballroom like house stuff, I feel like she doesn't do it as good. <laughs> like what what part? Do you what part like what dance influence do you think she gets into the best on here? It man, it is tough. Like you said, like my leanings are more for like more towards Virgo's Love, which is like my highlight of the album. That's just like the best that maybe one of the best songs I've heard this year, right? And that's just because like it appeals, uh, it appeals particularly to me because of really just like the heavy. Well, less so funk influences on this one and more like early 70s, like disco. Like there was one point in the middle of the song where like the beat changed from what it was originally to something that sounded straight out of like a, a Donna Summer record. And right. I just thought it was fantastically done. Right. Uh, like that's more my leaning, like Honey. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the pure honey that track like the second half of it, Honey, that yeah. sounded like a like a mid late 80s like Prince track. Like that's more of what I'm leaning into, but I will say 
some of the Afrobeat stuff that she did on this album was amazing. Like Move was a really, really good song. Like Move coming right after Virgo's Love, I thought was a really risky move, but it worked. Like the transitions that they did for that whole like four or five track run in the middle there was just fantastic. And I already love like Break My Soul as a record. It, like you said, like just as a single on its own. Yeah. And what really got a lot of people into it or had them double back to it was how good the transition from, I think it was what? It was Cuff It, Energy, Break My Soul, right into Move, I want to say, and all the transitions for those four songs were flawless. Yeah, so people, really were definitely, people were definitely fucking with the transitions on here. Yeah. Keisha, if I could ask you the same thing, like, did you fuck with some of the more house stuff on here? Or did you kind of like when she got funkier or she got into like the Afro beats? Like what, what side of this album did you like the most? I'll say. Um, so I guess what, for one to answer the question directly and then I'll have a little pivot, but um, I guess I like more of the house stuff. So I think my favorite track is um, either Move or America Has a Problem, um, which kind of sounds like you're, basement like low ceiling dim lights like people sweating through their shirt kind of stuff right um which is what i envision whenever i hear either of those songs however i do think she does a really good job of like if a song sounds one way for the first let's say third to a half she'll add something in the middle to like break it up to bring in another sound so it's not yeah. just like the same thing throughout and i really like that because there are some tracks on here which we'll get into when we talk about i guess like specifics that I was like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Then another part came and I was like, oh, great. She like elevated it or did something else with it to keep me interested in where it went next. So uh, even though there's one side of it I lean into more, I definitely thought that she did enough to really keep everybody's interest in every song. Um, and if you heard it once, you didn't really like it. At least like she tried to keep you engaged for the entire three or four minutes that you were listening. Great. And then what about you, youngest? <clears throat> what part did you fuck with the most? Um, or, the, or the least? No, definitely the most was, uh, let's see, my favorite song on here, probably between Break My Soul and Cuff It. Um, I also think, like, yeah, America Has a Problem, I kind of dug a little into, even mostly because I was laughing at, like... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I think I just haven't... Delved all the way into that song because I just found the title so corny. But elite, yeah, no, song it, really it, cool. elite, elite little... pump fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it starts with like uh, a voice clip of someone talking about like the struggles of America. I think like America, and then it just cuts into like a house beat. And I was, just, I think I was just laughing. I was like, "That's fucking crazy." And then it's a super, <laughs> super sexual song. Like maybe her most sexual on here. No, listen. Can we talk about that like later. Like this is a super vulgar album. I, like I personally like it. But oh yeah, it's some freaky shit. She <laughs> was oh, here to prove a point. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, she um, had yeah. a funny ass line. She had a funny ass line that it's not his looks, it's his money. And man, yeah. that's a wild claim to be talking about somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Come on. No, nah, this album is super sexual, and I'm, there is this whole uh, energy of this album of. Coming after Lemonade, which is kind of so weird to say because that album was so long ago, being her last studio album, you know, that album kind of being like a little bit, a little bit of a downer, having this energy of talking about your partner being unfaithful and you kind of feeling the way about that to come back and be to just completely 180 and be like, no, nah, I'm that bitch for real. And that to be like the overarching thing of this. America has a problem is 
hilarious because I remember when the track list dropped. Because I think Jay Z has a writing credit on America Has a Problem. So people, yeah, and I said something about it. I remember people that. People thought he we were a, gonna. He has a writing credit on a lot of this. Yeah, he has a lot yeah, of writing yeah. credits. People thought we were just gonna get a completely different song, uh, me included, on America Has a Problem. So it was a. Uh, I'm happy. I'm very happy with what we got. <laughs> yeah, I, no, we we didn't need we didn't need activist beat. Yeah, not not, not right there. <laughs> not, not right, right now. There. Yeah, there are there are times for that. Yeah. Wait. So I know you're talking about the parallels between like Lemonade and this, mm-hmm. obviously, because it's her two last two albums. But mm-hmm. where does like the Carters fall in the mix? Do you think within that whole analogy, the Carters, because the is... Carters felt like a PR control of everything is good with our relationship. So right, this, <laughs> this being nasty feels a little feels like another layer to it. I mean, I think Renaissance is kind of is just uh we're, we're past that i'm past that at this point i'm back to show you like who i am for real kind of like not ex- yeah not not the same as like four because when four was kind of her for the first time kind of getting on that too so a similar thing to that but you don't think dangerously in love was a little sexual i thought that was pretty it was a little bit but i, I think four was it a was but th- this like, is a bit more of like an adult kind of oh this is a whole like, nother level i'm talking about compared to four yeah th- yeah there's definitely oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely like a stepping stone for sure but yeah i, um, I do like how vulgar this this thing is and i mean it kind of goes back to it goes back it goes back to the influences right um you know uh the influences being so free and natural and you know even even kind of nasty in a, in a in an empowering way um, I think she does a she does a very good job of like uh using the influences, I will say. And that's where I think uh I mean I know Roby brought up honestly, never mind. I think the oh, way <laughs> I <laughs> I damn, we talk about Drake all the time. But um, I like that. go ahead. To me, they use they use the influences in like different ways but get to like a a similar place where beyonce is super immersive in the influences like i'm gonna sample people from that i'm gonna get writers from that i'm gonna be have everything based on this culture and drake is more of just like uh me and my producer were a fan of this so we're gonna try to like do it on our own it's like two different ways of approaching influences but i think I mean, I li- I'll just say I like both the albums, so they come out in like mm-hmm. a similar place. So I, I I've had like a fun time thinking about that um, the past couple of days. I know Keista loves honestly. Never mind this. One. <laughs> it's one of my favorite albums of the year, man. You <laughs> about to shoot too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't toss that over here, Lee. Don't toss that over here. No, she but got, uh, <laughs> she got Skrillex on here, which yes. was. A little surprised. Lucia oh, and Sonny yeah. on here was very funny. Drake is on I, here I didn't too. know what to expect from that. Drake has a writing credit on here too. Um, yeah, he does. I forgot. Which song is he on? I forget. Uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. I, I, can't, uh, I can't cuff it. it. I yeah, I'd have to look it back up. But um, no, yeah. he did. He did. He, you know what? That's crazy. Because youngest, as I was listening to Heated, I could hear it. I was like, <laughs> this like, feels yeah. like something right off of. Uh, feels like something right off of More Life. Right. So. Yeah, no, everything from like the, that's my favorite saying composition to the the lyrics. Yeah, 
Damn, that sounded so much like a Drake song. It's crazy. That's the one he wrote on because I can definitely hear it. But okay, okay, Keista. Like, okay, so a lot of people have been doing the dance thing this year, even back to January. You look at weekend, uh, mm-hmm. you look at what Drake just did. Do you think Beyonce has kind of done it the best? Did she kind of did she show none of you pop people can fuck with me with this? Yeah, I mean, the personal opinion, like I'm sure people disagree. I think the level fuck em. of if they disagree, fuck them. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, what are they gonna do? Yeah, yell at you exactly. <laughs> fuck them. They might, you never know. They pull up on me. Uh no, I think when I listened to her album a couple of times, I was like, Yeah, this is someone that clearly had a vision for this project. And I don't know anything about her process for this, but it sounds like she like probably immersed herself in the music, spoke with people who made the music of the time. Like she has Grace Jones on the album and stuff. And like hearing her level of like the references and just like the, the transitions and stuff, I was like, okay, this feels like she had this planned out for maybe a year or two in advance. Whereas maybe someone like Drake, his felt like within the last couple of months or the last year, he knew he wanted to make something that sounded like this. Um, so that was like the main difference for me. It was like, I think of all the sort of house stuff and disco revival and stuff that we've heard, I think hers was the most like comprehensive in terms of her being like, not only am I going to make the music, but I'm going to put stuff in here that if you are a fan of it, or if you remember way back in the day when we used to have these parties, you'll hear certain things or things will resonate with you. So I like that about it. Right. All right. I think we, we've made it far enough, uh, to where I can ask what you don't like. <clears throat> Beehive has clicked off by now. I, I can ask what you guys, <laughs> I can ask what y'all, uh, or stuff that maybe didn't uh, grab you like that. Uh, youngest, I'll ask you first. Anything that you were just like, eh, that didn't do it for me on here? Honestly, there's not a whole lot on this album I'm going to revisit. Um, really? Not because it's bad, because it's just like not music that I can imagine myself in a situation that I want to hear some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are There are some that stand out that i'm gonna go back the only one i thought was like holy shit i never want to hear this again is thick yeah we talked about thick i don't know what the fuck yeah i have no idea what she was doing on there just the and this goes back to what i was talking about earlier how was how i'm not the biggest fan of like the rapping like aggressive beyonce yeah um i like it when she's more soulful or romantic and Thick is the opposite of all that. It's just like vulgar. It, she's whispering. She's Thick is like making sharp state. It just I, I Thick is like, and Beyonce, especially I think lately, Beyonce has kind of gotten to this. Um, whereas a listener, <clears throat> I'll hear a song like Thick, or I'll hear her do like the outside shit, and I'm like, Yo, Beyonce is like getting old on us. Like Beyonce she's really. really- now that's really the only he's really getting into like that auntie b status oh yeah and thick is one where i'm just like yeah this is some this is some old this is some like older shit (laughs) this is someone who's like a little older and has i'd agree with you if it wasn't so nasty like (laughs) that is true yeah but um it's pretty vulgar and it's just yeah yeah like Thick it, makes thick makes me laugh for sure. I'm, it's, that's it's definitely an older woman movie. that's gonna grab you when she sees you. Type yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robbie, what about you, man? Anything on here that just didn't work for you? No, it's it's really like kind of what Young said. It's really just like some of the lyrics that just seem sort of out of place. Where like there's all this sexual energy like flowing around in this album, 
and it's working for the most part because like in the roots of like a lot of you know dance hall like studio 54 70s disco and funk and stuff like that like sexual energy is like the energy that gives you know this music is soul right yeah but there are some of these lyrics that just feel like an older woman in the club calling you young man and like trying to like like trying to bag you. That, that, that that that's what some of this that's what some of it feels like. And just grab you like, when you walk away. Just hey, get back here. Hey, young man. Like, yeah, it's just, you know, like Thick was one of those, and it's still a good song. It's just some of it made me laugh. There were the lyrics, and I, I think it was was it was it energy? I think it was energy. Some of the stuff she was doing at it that, that just sounded like again, really, really good song. Uh it, it just it, it made me giggle a little bit in a moment where if a woman is saying these things to me in real life face to face, she would not appreciate that I'm giggling instead of having like another reaction to these things. Right. That that's the only thing I can really think of. Like a lot of I mean, if there are any 40 plus women who want to say those things to me. No, listen, you oh, can you go. and I'm not gonna laugh at you. I promise. It's just yeah. like Feel free. To, I hope Beyonce inspires you. Beyonce's uh, I, I, hope was, be- I was listening to the song for the first time in the car, and she said, "What she said? She said he thought he was killing that shit." I said, "Go harder!" And I started just <laughs> fucking dying. Hey, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are we doing, man?" <laughs> nah, listen. If somebody says that to me, uh, like when I'm at Whole Foods, mind your business of what I do next. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? If yeah. I'm at the if I'm at the public library, somebody wants to say, "Yeah, do as I say, not as I do." Exactly. Um, Keisa, what about you, man? And was there anything like consistent across the album that you just didn't enjoy, like didn't grab you like that? Yeah, I mean, basically the same kind of thing. I think some of the lyrics were bizarre. I think basically to like the last little part of "Heated," where she's just like saying stuff that I think she just probably read on Twitter, like. Uh, that she thought would fly in sort of like the clubby LGBTQ sort of community that people yeah. say. Um, yeah, she and... heard the Division song. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> hey, I'm glad you bring that up, man. I had a chance. To, I had a chance to yell about that bullshit yet. <laughs> what the we'll fuck is going we'll on in that. Toronto, bro? Yeah, what man. Listen, y'all say just want to have a Twitter argument on the track, just like. Listen, man. Who, who don't uh, get horny and. Sometimes just say some things that don't make sense. She really thinks. <laughs> and I think, like, besides, um, I'm going to forget which song it is. It might have been either Cozy or Alien Superstar. But when she's doing the bars and each, it's about like, it's like the colors and each one is a color on like the pride flag. Yeah. Outside of that, I really haven't seen much like discussion of any other lyrics on this album that are supposed to be profound or whatever, which is totally fine. You, she doesn't have to make like a deep album. But for someone like of Beyonce's stature, I thought maybe there would have been something I was missing. But it's like, no, she's just horny. And also wants you to know that if you're horny for her, you have no chance in hell. And it's like, all right, thank you, Beyonce. Wait, I like that. Do you want more formation? Is that what you wanted? No, uh, maybe not more formation, but like, um, (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I have no problem with formation. I actually, I do, but that's a whole other (laughs) discussion. Um, But I think like, for someone like her who hasn't dropped an album in six years, I was kind of being like, okay, I'm going to come back to this. And there's going to be some underlying thing I'm going to have to read about that she's like trying to say to us through this like happy, fun music. Because on Break My Soul, um, it's sort of like a, I don't know, what would you even call it? 
sort of like she understands sort of the frustration of the moment right now. Everybody's like upset. Everyone's like kind of feeling tired and hopeless. And then you won't break my soul, whatever. That's kind of a cool message. Right. But we really don't get anything else like that throughout the album. It's a lot of just like no, no, no. Dance, she read the other part of the. Yeah, I was gonna say she read the other part of the country. Everyone wants to have sex. That's what yeah, everyone wants to have sex. Exactly. Yeah, no, she so. just saw like the courage of cowardly dog to uh, to shake your ass down. He's <laughs> like, you know what? All right, but no, I, I, I will. I will say I I think that's very much by design, and that's yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's also a part of the this is a three part series thing. Right. We might mm-hmm. for all I know we might just get a whole album of that. Um, I listen. Let me tell you, I'll be to Pimple Beyonce. I'll still, I'll still be listening to (laughs) this part of the album. Yeah, let me ask y'all a question. Do you think we're gonna get all three parts? No, yeah. Oh, you don't think so, right? No, I think I think all three parts are like done. I agree. I think all three. I'd be. I don't. I don't think Beyonce would move like that unless the show was recorded in 2018. Yeah, unless the whole thing out. We've had a whole lot of time, so she probably right. does have most of it recorded. I just, are we going to get all three parts? Yeah, probably. Should we get all three parts? <laughs> I don't know, because <laughs> what we just got was amazing. Right. And I, like, just, just leave me with this for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll say this. If all three are recorded already, I think we get them. If they're not yeah, all absolutely. three recorded, I think. If she's like, I'm going to take a year off and record part two, and then she gets to part two, and she's like, no, nah, I want to take it a whole different direction. I feel like artists do that a lot. So yeah, I, I, come to detox. I yeah. think she has all her shit planned. Because even, I think, I'm about to. Plans change, though. That's why I'm saying. If it's recorded, <laughs> right, it's right. recorded. But if it's not recorded, I think she's going to switch. I don't want to. Even so... if it is recorded, if she's, like, if she's scouting out, you know what I'm saying? Like, the landscape, and she's like, no, nah, I don't think this is going to fly. She'll probably pivot anyway. Right. I don't want to like Silk Sonic this, but I could have sworn that she had the joint with Ronald Isley coming out. And I thought that was coming out like soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had like a teaser. She's doing something with Ronald Isley. And I thought it was coming out like soon. Like, I feel like she has all this shit planned out to a T. Every I feel like everything is recorded already. I'm actually pretty surprised once I missed it that we haven't gotten a uh, like Break yeah, My Soul music easy. video. Hey, it comes out Friday. Oh, it does? Okay. Oh, well, there you go. No, 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 not the break my soul video. My fault. The the Ronald Isaac joint. Okay. Make make me say it again, girl. Part one and two arrive on Friday. It's a rework of the 1975 song. I was about to say, that's a long title, but if it's the Isaac Brothers title, I'm here for it. Yeah. The video video thing is interesting. I I mean, she, you know, she likes to do the full fucking feature film thing. Mm -hmm. I don't, I wonder if there will be a renaissance or if again, if something like that would be wrapped up, you know, oh, maybe after true. maybe after part three, you get like a fucking hour and a half long, you know, thing like a visual album or something. Yeah, um, he dropped the she dropped a visualizer. Um, oh, okay, that's not I'm down for that. Yeah, it's labeled as I don't want to visualize it. I don't <laughs> the <whole> thing. <laughs> um, trying to think what else I got. We we, we go ahead and tap into some some favorite tracks um see what else comes along but uh let's see this thing is like 16 songs i'll i'll ask for your top three uh yo this shit is long honestly how long is it it's like an hour right it's an hour but it's 16 yeah an hour and two minutes yeah so i didn't i didn't Uh, to me it didn't feel like it ran that long mainly because she was 
doing a lot of i mean that this could be the reason why it feels so long she's doing a lot of different stuff um but, i feel like she likes like it's not broken off in sections either yeah for sure for sure because i heard cut it off cu- i mean cuff it not cut it off cuff it and i was like ooh, we're about to get into like the funk and disco section and then nope energy just took it right back the other way so yeah everything is like super scattered how did, how did y'all feel before i do favorite songs did y'all like the sequencing i feel like that was a main thing people were like oh my god the songs are sequenced so good and the the transitions are so amazing did, did i might y'all... be in the minority here it it gave me a lot of whiplash i did oh, not really okay yeah i would have preferred like it's sectioned off but it worked out to a degree yeah i feel like she could have had some of the songs that sounded similar a little bit closer together. I think the sequencing was fine. Like I don't, I don't have enough of a problem with it, like to complain about it. If now when I make a playlist, just like of tracks from this album, am I gonna sequence it a little bit differently? Yeah, probably, because I want to put like, you know, the funk tracks together, the little disco tracks together, little Afrobeat tracks. I'm gonna put those together because I want to sustain uh, that, you know, that feeling for a little bit longer. Because each of these. She did a lot of di- a lot of different uh, aspects of like dance music yep. within this album, and I kind of want to sit with each of them a little bit longer than I got to just listen to the album straight through. Okay. Yeah, I mean, "Energy," "Break My Soul," and "Church Girl," I thought went together super well. Yes. Oh yeah. Like when you're <clears throat> listening to that, you can kind of hear like that's kind of the idea she got. But uh, mm-hmm. there were other parts where the transition felt a little weird. Right. Kista, how did you feel about the sequencing? Um, it didn't bother me too much, honestly. I think the second half of the album um, kind of lost that a bit because they weren't as like flowy as the first half in terms of going one to, one to another. But um, it wasn't a thing I picked up on that I thought was like an issue. I thought she did it in an intentional way, like even without sort of looking when it was like from energy to break my soul. Uh, and at the end, I heard like Big Frida come in. I kind of like paused. I was like, "All right, that's that's insane. Like, that's mm-hmm. a really cool transition." But yeah, I, I didn't really feel whiplash of any variety. I mean, I just kind of enjoyed each song as it came along. I was like, "Okay, like, let me figure out where my favorite songs are, and then just like get to know them a little bit more." Okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, let me get let me get some top threes. Youngest, youngest, let me get a top three from you. Uh, let me go cuff it, um, break my soul, and ooh, I'm stuck between Virgo's groove and pure honey. I think I'm gonna go pure honey because I, I, I know Roby already said Virgo's groove is his favorite, so I'm gonna give pure honey some love. Okay, I like that. Uh, Roby, Roby, let me get a three from you, bro. Top three. Ooh, uh, yeah, Virgo's Groove is going to be one for me. That's an amazing song. Man, Virgo's Groove, Move, I really love that song. That one's been kind of creeping up on my list. And, boy, it's between Cuff It, Break My Soul, and Honey. I'm going to go with... I'm just going to roll with Honey. I, I just love that song. Yeah, honey, honey is dope. I love honey, honey is amazing, man. The sample at the end, I love so much. <laughs> I, yeah, sing, yeah, I yeah. sing that shit yeah. so crazy. Um, Kista, top three, bro. Let me get a top. Yeah, three. I'm gonna go. Uh, America has a problem. 
uh, move for two, and then I think three. Uh, I probably go cuff it. Yes, cuff it. Cuff it is a tough cut. That is an amazing if you song. To do, man. If you really to do six songs of cuff it on here, I would have been more than happy to give this my album of the year. Damn, I'm trying to think of a three real quick. Um, uh, plastic off, plastic off the sofa. Is That's my top three. Okay. I didn't. I don't think anybody brought that up. I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go plastic off the sofa. I'm gonna go energy. Um, mm-hmm. anything Afrobeat related, I'm usually gonna be in there. And for the third one, this is re- this is really tough. I'm actually gonna go with. Are we gonna go four for four on this? I'm gonna go Virgo's group. <laughs> oh, go okay. Virgo's. I was about to say I was gonna see if Move was gonna be in everybody's top three. It was so close. I like right. Move a lot. All right. Um, since since Lee mentioned it, I kind of want to give a thought. This is cancelable hours for me, right? Here. <laughs> oh boy. Turn it up. The views expressed by youngest <laughs> do not reflect the views of me or me. And it's tough because I'm the only non-black person on this call right now. Oh, wow. oh boy. Let's hear it. Oh, oh boy. So this is the thing with Beyonce. So, I mean, me and Lee have talked a lot about like the Afro beats and African music on this pod mm-hmm. and how much we like it. The thing I like about it, and I talk about a lot of music this way, I like when music is fun. Um, that's yes. usually the point for me. I feel like Beyonce only digs in that well to go like in empowerment mode. And I wish she dug in that well to have a little more fun with it. Like when I think I, of the Lion King soundtrack, I think of the songs on here. They're they're usually like aggressive and very like king and queen. We are triumphant like sounds. Yeah, she's also we was king shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she did that here. I, I kind of liked how she used uh, Afrobeat like kind of production and like dance all stuff on here. Yeah, I would say in general that's the direction that she's trended in. Yeah, especially with. I think the two before this, self-titled and Lemonade. But I think she did a pretty good job of getting away from that here. Because Maybe I need to listen again. I don't know. That was my initial reaction when I heard it. I was like, bro, we're doing this again? Like, I, I, like, I think she did a good job getting away from it here. Because if she didn't, I think it would have been super corny. Um, like, yeah, with man. this kind of music, it's... I mean, it's not even supposed. You're not. It's not even supposed to be really heavily about the lyrics. It's kind of more about the grooves and stuff like that. I think she yes. did a good job with that. Like, there's not. There's not a ton of stuff lyrically that I. Uh, I'll. I'll even just say like noticed when I just run through this, mm-hmm. and it's kind of good. That's not exactly what you're supposed to be focusing on here. So I. I think she did a pretty good job of not getting like corny lyrically. She what, really could have though. The Afro beats on this. Inner energy for sure. Yeah. Um, move. Move. Heated. Heated a little bit. Yeah. I'm um, trying to think of which one caught my ear where I might have been heated where I was like uh right. a little turned off by. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I'll go back. Well, also like Lee, if you remember before we like when we first heard about the album and you know what kind of genre she was gonna be leaning towards, the only concern that I had about it was okay, if she's gonna make a dance album. Is she going to make a dance album or is she gonna, you know, throw lyrics and like vocals like all over? Is she gonna half ass it? Yeah, she, like is she not gonna fully? Is she only gonna put her feet in the water and not dive all the way? Right, exactly. That was my concern. 
And I think she did a pretty good job of like showing restraint and not doing that on this album. Like there were plenty of opportunities for her to do so. And she had opportunities to uh, get off and showcase her vocals. I thought that that's why tracks like Virgo's Groove are yeah, there. Yeah, she sounds right? great. Like, like classic off the sofa. Yeah, right? she sounds great, good as always. Yeah, like and, and she did it without infringing upon the spirit of the music if that can sound yeah. any less corny than it yeah. did in no, that's a that's a great way to put it yeah yeah um yeah so we got top threes uh i i got like one more thing uh wh- where do y'all think this stands in her, in her discog Ooh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah man yeah this is the part i'm probably gonna yell at he's the first yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Keysta, I easily think it's the best. <laughs> or well, uh, Keysta, I will say, does this uh, did this uh, make you be like maybe I should go listen to some older Beyonce records? Yeah, I mean that's always been a thing on my big music to do is to go back and just listen to some of the other albums. But um, I feel like like I, I, I kind of have a way to say this. She's like one of those people where I've heard so many of her songs. That I'm almost like, do I need to go do a full album when I've probably heard like the best of those albums right. just in passing? But I mean, because of her stature, like I owe it to her to go back and listen to at least like Lemonade, you know, because well, why not? Yeah. Yeah, she's a yeah, Michael I mean, Jackson of this time in the sense that like if if you have to ask yourself, do I know enough of her music? You probably don't. And the shit that you're missing out on is probably amazing. Because I yeah, think I mean, the exact same thing that direct, I Michael. mean, the one that me and you both agree is her best is B Day. And I think mm-hmm. I mean, there are definitely record like, I mean, uh, Irreplaceable is obviously a huge record. They yeah, Irreplaceable big, upgrade. I mean, there are some of like the the green lights or the ring the alarms. It's like yeah, you may or I'm, may looking not. The, I'm looking at the track list right now. I'm pretty sure I've heard like every single one of these songs. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess that just speaks to the her music and how expansive it is. If you have been in a woman's car or a mall in America, you've heard all those songs. <laughs> and my cousin, who I'm pretty close with, is a big Beyonce fan. So I've heard oh, like okay. Freakum Dress and Kitty Cavern and all that. So yeah, that's sort of why I don't think I was in a huge rush to ever listen because I was going to hear it whether I liked it or not. Yeah, I mean, you could very easily hear 50 Beyonce songs without ever hearing an album. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Roby, I'm well. I'll, I'll ask Youngest first. I'll give you a chance to prep yourself. Um, uh, where do where do you think this stands? So disclosure, I think Lemonade is the only one I haven't heard. Um, and if you've listened to this show the whole time, I promised to listen to Lemonade over a year ago now. <laughs> it's been a while. It, it's it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's a disappointment in least for you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big fan of Four and I Am Sasha Fierce. Yeah, so like, I guess a question I was going to ask Keista before we got to me. Is there any songs on here that you would put up with the other Beyonce like singles and songs that you, you've heard? Is there something that stands out to you where you're like, this goes up with the Love's on Top and the Crazy in Love and the like Deja Vu and like some of her bigger joints or flawless that's actually a good question um i think it might be a bit too early to say for me but like because with something like this there are a lot of parts that i are like stuck in my head so i would play the song a lot but in terms of like the way it's structured i feel like a lot of her other songs uh have such big like moments in them 
that mm-hmm. this album doesn't really try to replicate because that's not the vibe it's going for. Um, but I think like, you know, to take a shot, I feel like a lot of these songs are here better than Formation, but that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, I, so I think that's my issue with this album. Um, outside of Break My Soul, and maybe over time, if some other stuff pops up, I don't know how much of this is going to stick with me personally. I don't know how much of this is like going to be a song that I'm randomly going to wake up with it stuck in my head the same way that songs from B-Day or songs from Beyonce or 4 or I Am Sasha Fierce, which Roby and Lee were putting down earlier. But it's a good album to me. <laughs> I don't know how much of this album is going to stick in general. Um, yeah. And I think that's... It's weird to say as by design because it <clears throat> is going for like this fun groovy dance stuff a lot of the time. That seems like some stuff that would grab people, but yeah, I don't think this was super made with that in mind, which is weird. Um, mm-hmm. you know, break break. Like I said, when Break My Soul came out as a single, I feel like people were kind of lukewarm on it. Like I think it it debuted at like number eight on the on the Hot 100. Like it didn't just hit the ground running like that. Okay, and the other thing about Break My Soul, which may be, like, a lot, um, it's her first single in a decade. In a while, because yeah. Lemonade, was yeah, a su- yeah. Lemonade was a surprise drop. Yeah, that's true. Her first single since Flawless on Beyonce, maybe? What was yeah. the first single on that? No, uh, Excel uh, was the first single on that, which I don't really remember. So it's Drunk in Love, because Drunk in Love came out the next day. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It's it's her first single yeah. since December 2012. Yeah, and that's, that's a lot of expectation. There. I've seen some people talk about that. It's kind of the first time where she's had to traditionally work an album again, and some people are wondering how that's going to go. I mean, it might. I to me, I just think Beyonce works the album by being Beyonce, and people, yep. you know, streaming it and playing it. I don't think there needs to be a ton behind it. I also think there is this thing with older artists now where they're a lot of them aren't interested in in having their song be the number one song on the Spotify charts or having TikTok dances or I just I don't I just don't think they're interested in that. Um out the album came out uh sold crazy numbers. I think she did like 380 first week. Um I I, I think she I think she got all she wanted out of it. And I think the people who she got all she wanted out of it because the people who she made it for getting everything they want out of it. Um, cause yeah, uh, all, all that to say, <laughs> um, cause I asked where this sticks in her discography. The, there was a weird thing with this album where at first I was like, okay, this album is pretty good, but there was some talk. I feel like day one and day two of, all right, this, this might be number one. And I was like, all right, y- y'all are hyping as always y'all are hyping shit. And then a week went by and I kind of felt the same way. And a couple weeks went by and I kind of felt the same way. And today at like noon, this album really clicked with me. And I kind of see what people are seeing with this thing. And uh, I had B-Day 1 when we did it. I had Lemonade 2. Um, I think this is going to slide in at number three for me. I think this is going to slide in at you number three. Me a heart attack. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't really like it at three either, but if you were going to say it's better than B-Day, we were going to have a problem. People are, people are saying, like, yo, I think this is, like, no, a, a lot of people are feeling that way. Um, I think, and it, it clicked with me, like like I said, today. Um, 
the... she opens up B-Day with Deja Vu. Like, that shit, yeah. It's not even close, man. For someone, once again, uh, probably fish out of water here. I think, like, for something like this where it's interesting with an album where I can't really think of, maybe except I Thick, I kind of feel the same way with Youngest on that. It's just, like, weird. But besides that, I, like, look up and down this album. Like, I can't really find any parts of the album that I can totally skip over or that, like, I don't want to hear again. And when you have an album like that that's so strong at release where you can't really poke holes in it right away, people will automatically be like, well, it has to be the best then. So the, the, the true test here will be in six months, yeah. in a year, how many of these songs are people still playing, still playing on the radio, still going to the club and hearing, like, and actively seeking out. And then that'll kind of give you a better answer. Because right now it's just, if it was like a total flop or something, if it was like mid, you'd be like, okay, you know, this is not really a conversation. But because it was so strong, I think people were like, wow, so it must be up there when it doesn't really mean that it is. Right. Yeah, I th- I feel that way about every artist at that level and magnitude. Yeah. Like you just reach a point where it's very hard for you to make unlistenable stuff, and sometimes you also reach a point where you've built a brand for yourself that if you step out of the comfort zone, people reject it right away. Right. So when you get to the level of a Beyonce, or I'm I'm not gonna keep naming names, but when you get to like Beyonce's level, time is the only indicator. Um, yeah. Like it's it's just gonna take a little time to figure out what's really working and what's not. We might three years from now we might be like, holy shit, remember Renaissance? <laughs> and three years from now it's like, oh wow, that's still one of the best albums she's ever put out. So speaking of just... time, Roby, I've given you enough time. Uh talk to me, man. <laughs> where where are you putting this at? Right right now. Sure. Um so I'm I'm a lot like youngest in the way that particularly when it comes to Beyonce albums, because this is really a big determinant factor for me on all of our albums. Like, especially if you go back and you listen to the podcast we did on ranking our albums before, I really want to hear her make fun music because she's very capable of doing so. And it's always a good time when she does. I generally think the music is better when that's more of like where her focus lies. And this was a really fun album for yeah. me yeah. i know youngest asked before about like you know any songs that are gonna fit like towards the top of her discography just single wise i think there is a song like that on here i think it's virgo's groove i think that's like pantheon level in terms of just like song making yeah. for her or just period but particularly for like her career um i've got this album locked in a two-way to be situation with four in my personal ranking. Like it, it's it's not far from where B Day was the first time that I heard it, but it's a lot, you know, it's like Kisa said, it's a little bit too soon to be thinking about putting it one in her discography. I've got to live with it a little bit longer. But I wait, like I think it's been about eight days in a row. At some point in the day, I'll just have the baseline from Virgo's Groove just stuck in my head. Yeah. Just, <laughs> randomly for no reason or i'll just be thinking about uh the percussion from move you know something just something like that like this album is sticking with me in a meaningful way and i want to see how long that lasts but in a way that 
only happens to me with albums that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. And I find myself going back to it a lot. So I don't mind ranking it really high early. I'm I'm fine with jumping off this, you know, ledge because if, if I fall to my death on it, that's fine. I'll right. I'll be perfectly fine with where I jump looking back at it. So yeah, no, I think this album is either her second or her third best. Yo, something that you brought up that is actually like a really good point when you were talking about how young is like more fun stuff from Beyonce. Uh, mm-hmm. And you kind of brought up that tug of war between her making, you know, some of the more fun stuff like a B-Day or Dangerously in Love versus her getting uh, super daring and uh, I don't try, I don't know. I don't want to say try hard, but like uh, dedicated, <laughs> uh, like something like I Am Sasha Fierce or Lemonade. This is interesting because it kind of bridges those gaps, right? In, yeah. In, in theory. Um, and I some. I think it does. I think some people kind of within uh, kind of the more electronic dance community feel like it might not, but I feel like it, it's a perfect balance for Beyonce of that, making fun stuff that's a little out of her element per se. Um, so she can still uh, be super forward thinking. Um, and I think that's what she definitely that, she's always trying to grow. Yeah. And I think that's what Renaissance does best. It brings like, the best of what she's been doing over every album <laughs> into one. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're, we're, me and Roby, we're in agreement that this thing is kind of towards the top. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I wonder, I wonder though, was, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was about to wrap up the Beyonce talk. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, just, I guess, a, a little point. I wonder though, um, how that will change because this is supposed to be like a three act project. Yep. So, you know, Lord willing to get all three parts, will people still treat them as three separate albums or as one big project? Like that is also something interesting that happens when artists do that. Uh, Cause it's like, oh, you can't have this one without the other two or something. So I do wonder what direction she goes in from here because if she goes from this like a super serious kind of like depressing album, will that work or you know, so interested just to see, but I wonder how that would be perceived. All yeah, man. So. Uh, when, when do y'all think the next whatever part? Do Do you think, sh- like, how how long do you think we get to sit with this before the next part comes out? I less than a year. Yeah, I think she. I think she put something out before. The, yeah, if she if she's got it, it's it's coming soon. I imagine. Do you think she just? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't man. think it's coming, but if it's coming, it's coming by the end of this year, probably. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel it's. it's if, I feel like it's coming 100. Like, uh, I, like I mean, I like I think everything is is done, and ready to go. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, and I, it's an interesting thing the artists do. Like I, I remember when Future did the Future and Hendrix thing. Um, mm-hmm. that's one of the only cases I can think of, of that just really, really working well. Than in my kind of like recent memory, uh, of just obviously you have like DMX. I mean, they're like people do it, but um, it, I feel like it hasn't been done well recently. Of artists just being like, here, here's another album next week or next month or a couple months. So yeah, the only person I could think of in recent memory was like Taylor Swift, and that was like a couple months in between. Um, so but that was it, and I think people love both of those albums. Um, and then she did like the Taylor's version of whatever she did i think red or something so red yeah yeah 
on the future thing, I'm so glad he did it in 2016 because if he did it like last year or something, that would have just been a giant deluxe and no one would have looked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like 40 right. songs. That was, uh, that was four dudes talking about Beyonce. Yeah, exactly what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Men talk about Beyonce. This is yeah. the place to uh, do we wanna do we wanna dig into honestly never mind at all? Let's do a little quick talk. I got time. So, Keith, you can you can get you get, go, go, go get, get it off your chest, my brother. What's yeah, up? Bro, you lead off. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we scheduled we scheduled these two guests the first time for honestly, never mind, and then we had yep. like some scheduling issues. We couldn't work it out, so bringing them back, we were like, you know what? Let's dig into a little bit. Keista, off your chest, man. First, first out the gate, let's get the negativity out the way. Okay, okay. So uh, <laughs> earlier today, because I figured this would happen, I planned a little something in my head, so I wouldn't take too much air time. <laughs> You, so you I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna say this is this is this is how this goes every time, every time. So Drake puts out an album, uh, surprise drop. Okay, cool. Honestly, never mind. The first like five minutes of dialogue and timeline are like, what the fuck is this? This is some bullshit. He's not rapping. He's singing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We get to like middle of the day next day. Everybody's kind of in consensus that it's like mid. It's like fine. You know, there's some some stuff on there. Good stuff. Then that, then that video starts floating around. You know what I'm talking about, where Drake is getting interviewed and he says, and everyone's like, Drake, Drake, this Drake uh, predicted all of his album talk. And he's sitting there in the room and he's like, when I first dropped this thing, everybody's going to say it's trash. And then watch a couple of months later and a year later, they're going to say it's a classic. And then people start talking themselves into that. So they start thinking, oh, maybe, he, you know, it, he would, Drake wouldn't put out some absolute nonsense. There must be some meaning. So I will say I have I have softened my stance on the album quite a bit. I I oh, so you fell for it. <laughs> no, not in the same way. Though. Pieces like he was right actually. No, no because yeah, and because, I watched that video too. And damn, that's crazy. Because Drake Drake is a very very talented musician. He knows how to make great sounding music and get you to like come back to it. I have never disputed that with him. I listen to Drake constantly. I like his stuff a lot. My issue with this album and why I'm glad Beyonce did what she did was because I feel as though a lot of the times when I say stuff like, I wish Drake would try new things, he does something like this and everyone's like, well, he did the thing you said to do, but I'm like, yeah, but Beyonce did the exact same thing and she, it feels like she spent triple the amount of time on this as he did. And I know he has the amount of talent to put something together that's really, really cool and really pays homage like the Toronto House stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'll say one thing and then we can keep going and have a conversation. But I think on the Beyonce album, one of the things I noticed that she was probably by design, at least to me, she was the main attraction on every single song. Like when she was singing or when she was like vocalizing or doing stuff, you knew she was there. She made her presence known. I felt like many times on the Drake album, that wasn't the case. That's two completely different uh, tracks of house music that you can go on sometimes it's music focused other times it's vocal like focused but i think i would have liked to see that part from drake of him really taking over instead of repeating a couple of lines and then letting a beat play because it's like dude we, we know you can do more that was my that's one of the great it has some great songs on there that i think people will keep going to that are high in that sort of type of his catalog um but for someone with his talent i think i was just expecting a bit more from that experimentation yeah, uh, that's all very fair. I like cannot argue with any of that. 
my whole thing on honestly never mind like i'm not the biggest house guy so i don't know how to really judge it in full um there have been conversations like like you said with someone like drake um a little bit more than beyonce when you reach that level people are always going to have something to say and there were some people calling it his best album um and there were a lot of people saying that it's a weed plate or like a coaster, like just complete trash. There's nothing redeeming about it. Uh, but I, I agree with you on the sense that he was a little scared to go all the way in. Like it's, it's pretty clear that he was playing it safe at times. And the idea of him like doing the, uh, like he's obviously letting the house music play because he wants to make a house album. Um, but Beyonce clearly showed that you can do that by still inserting yourself. So he wanted to take a step back and it ended up just sounding a little lazy at times. You know, um, uh, uh, something that like something that you just said that I think is interesting that you and uh, something that a lot of people echoed something that Keisha kind of said too, that he was scared to go all the way in. I remember me and Roby. I don't know if you remember the show, but we were talking about the project. And like, mm-hmm. was was he scared or was he smart to do that? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I wanted Drake going all the way in on the house stuff. And I think this is like a similar thing. And this is like actually a good conversation, in my opinion, when the project came out of how like experimental is this actually? Because um, like, and there are some experimental undertones. And like, in a sense, he didn't really work with a ton of house guys. He worked with Gordo, who was a former like hip hop producer turned EDM producer. It was more of a, hey, I think we're, we like house music. Let's try to do it ourselves. I think it was more of that. Um, so, yeah, it, there is it's experimental kind of at its core. There's still like a lot of the Drake stuff to it. Um and I, I think that I think that's a good I think it's a good medium. I think it worked out to me. It worked out pretty well. Um, yeah, that's a recipe for a, a solid seven out of ten fine trademark album. Right. Like it. Keista made a lot of. Uh, what's that? Well, a, a lot of reasonably stated points. Right. Like the tone was a little bit different. Good, it's core. It's OK. Which is where. <laughs> The, the the discourse would come from. However, but no, what what Keisha said, like all the things that he said, are pretty factual. Like we, I remember when we did have this conversation, we were talking about a lot of the things that he was doing. On honestly, never mind. These are things that we've heard him uh, do and attempt on records like Take Care and on like More Life. Like he he wasn't dipping too far into anything that was just like out of his realm, other than maybe like some of the the vocals on falling yeah. back. That was some stuff that was a little bit out of his reach. Yeah. He, he could have gotten a feature from someone there and maybe that would help. But no, I thought this album was fine. There was a lot of hate early on and that made me probably more so defensive of it than I otherwise would have been just because it felt like just a lot of people should not like electronic dance when they generally just don't listen to it at all in the first place. The the issue I was having with Keith at the time was something completely different. He was calling, he was calling, <laughs> Like, yeah, we just hate we just hate Keystone. That's, that's the real like, trash. That's the, no, 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 no. I'm just not even hitting Keystone. I do. That's me. because because we've come. <laughs> no, because like we've come to the point now where like we like we we we've hit a meeting point 
yeah on the spectrum of how much we like this album like i think yeah. we both think it's a fine album keista had higher expectations for it uh reasonably because again like i said drake wasn't reaching too far out of his comfort zone to do these things there were a couple of tracks uh one in particular like sticky that wasn't my favorite but he tried to do something on there and actually rapping over that beat that is something that a he's done in the past right uh it's something that he could have been doing over more of this album. I do feel like the conversation we were having before about, you know, whether it was a smart or lazy approach to let the production do a lot of the work on this album. I feel like there were, it was mostly smart to just kind of like let the, if, if, if he was calling it a house album, I thought it was more like electronic dance, but if, if he was wanting it to be a house album, let it be a house album, let the production kind of carry the day. But there were definitely some moments like he used to said, some tracks where, no, you could have done a bit more to imprint yourself on this album and really make your presence as an artist known in the way that Beyonce did. She was really, really good at melding a lot of these genres together in electronic, Afrobeat, uh, some funk, disco influences. Like, Drake didn't bring quite as much to the table in that way. And if you're going to compare the two albums, that hurt him, in my opinion. Hey, I still let, think it's fine. A but... question. I know I know, we've all done it. Like, all three of us that have talked about it so far, Lee hasn't really given his thoughts yet. Do you think it's fair to compare the two? Honestly, uh... <laughs> no. You don't think it's fair? I, I'm asking. I don't, like, Not, I, I don't I, really have a... I feel like because they, they both kind of got labeled as one thing that's really similar, mm-hmm. well with Drake after his came out and people heard it because nobody knew what it was going to be beforehand. But with Beyonce, we kind of knew what we were going to be in for uh, going into this album. She, like Drake really only gave us one kind of electronic dance-ish kind of approach to making a dance album. Whereas like we said before, Beyonce attacked it from a bunch of different musical angles with like a bunch of different genres. And Drake didn't do quite as much. I feel like the... I feel like the want to, the desire to make a good album that was a bit different, like a slight departure from things he'd done in the past, was there. I just feel like Kisa said earlier, you could tell the difference in the preparation and the resources and the people that he reached out to and the people he leaned on. The difference between what Drake did, what honestly, never mind, and the attention to detail that Beyonce was paying as far as like uh, being, having restraint with her lyrics, like the use of sampling and interpolation and stuff like that. It, it was it was just, the preparation was on a different level, but I think that they set out to do sort of the same thing. I don't know if I compare these out, so. Uh, one thing I'll <laughs> mention as well is then there came the talk when people found out he wrote in the Beyonce album and everyone was like, <laughs> oh, that's why he named it. Honestly, never mind. Like, no, we're not doing this. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no. He put that album out. I don't care if he were on Beyonce or not. He is owning that that piece in his discography. We're not yeah. doing this whole, oh, absolutely. oh, it was a throwaway album because he knew <laughs> Beyonce was dropping. It's like, no, we're not playing that. No. And I mean, uh, I think something that uh, people mentioned, like a lot, like he, more life he calls like a playlist. He's had the care package, the EPs that he, like he, he's called this an album on like multiple occasions. This is a body of work that um, he wants to be recognized in his discography. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I see why. I think it's pretty good. Um, 
but yeah, right. Yeah, you, you definitely can't do that. I do. Do you think he um, the, I mean, the the sentiment of like he went to go right on Beyonce shit and was like, "Damn, let me put my shit out early before she gets her shit out." Like, do, would you? Do y'all agree with that at all? Yeah, people do that. Uh, I think it's possible, but I also don't know why Beyonce would show him, like what she was working on. Like he just because he wrote some stuff, I don't know. Like he might have wrote one yeah, song. That doesn't right, mean yeah, he yeah. knows right. that she's gonna do a whole house album. I mean, it's the internet. Man. I mean, we're making assumptions here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I would say you would you would think that they're good friends and they know they work with each other. He has an inkling of what she's working on. Like people mm-hmm. talk, I would assume, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he heard, if not the album, a lot of the the shit that she was doing. Um, I don't know about the like rushing his shit out first. It makes sense, but I, I don't know. I just don't know. If you told um, me, uh, if you told me earlier this year that Drake, Beyonce, and Calvin Harris were all going to put out house style albums. I would have never thought that Calvin Harris would have the worst album by far. That's all Boy, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. Like, as, I'm, as I'm, I'm not going to the Drake that. album. At least he's got some some ones on there. I'm like, yeah, that's actually a memorable song. Yeah, I'm going back to Massive before I go back to anything on that, <laughs> respectfully. Yeah. Well, I mentioned to hear the Coil Ray verse again. It's not on your, on your to-do list. No comment. Listen, man. <laughs> Uh, Look, hey, if, if anybody ever told you otherwise, no, I'm not going back to that point. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, youngest, real quick. Where, where do you think, honestly, never mind, stands in Drake's discography? Oh, boy. I did not prepare for this one. That's a good question. <laughs> Again, I don't really know how to judge it because it's not really my kind of music. Um, it is not. I only listen to two songs. I listen to Call, uh, Call in My Name and massive and that's about it and i really like those so mm, it's not great yeah i mean yeah you can you can, you can say it's low you can say that yeah it's probably it's probably in like the views um scorpion area for me actually i listen to songs on that a lot more it's probably last if it's i'm probably last okay. but i like oh no, no 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 it's better than dark lane demos my fault dark lake demos is <laughs> I agree. You want to talk about fucking forgettable? Listen, at least we he agree. was doing something on here. We agree. <laughs> uh, Ruby, what about you, man? Just, just really quick, you can, you can just spitball some shit. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think I, honestly, I, I didn't even consider uh, Dark Land of but yeah, probably either last, maybe just ahead of views for me, which is probably going to be really controversial because I, I, I just don't have the highest opinion of views. I think it's good still, like even if it's not the album of Drake that I go to the most. Mm-hmm. I think it's still a good album. All of his albums are pretty good. So if it's not last, it's just ahead of views. Okay. What about you, Keista? Uh Before I get to my ranking, I just want to give Drake a little bit of credit. Um, I have been replaying the shit out of Downhill for the last couple of days. Mm. And, and I legitimately, I'm like, I don't think anyone else that I could think of can make that song and it would be like, not laughable like it's it sounds silly i always tell people it sounds like a song with like the tarzan soundtrack but <laughs> yeah. like but like he treats it he treats it seriously and then like it just works really well so that's a really good song um with his discography i will openly say i'm not a huge 
I don't have a huge knowledge base of like early Drake stuff. So like the thank me later um, and that in that regard, but I would put it somewhere around the middle. I think it's better to me than like Scorpion just because it's shorter. <laughs> um, that is that. Hey, that's a really good point. Cause that's a good point. Actually. Yeah. We need to reevaluate some <laughs> double albums that he got out. He doesn't, he doesn't stick around for a lot long on this one. So I like it for that. And so, but I would have it in my top like three or even four, but uh, it's, it, I mean, it's funny that people wanted, like, people, me too, wanted, like, yo, quit doing, like, 25-song, hour-and-a-half extravaganzas, put out, like, a 45-minute focus project. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. he, he did it, just not the way people expected. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I like this project a pretty good deal. I think it gets the bad song, because I think there's only one bad song. It gets out of the way early. Yeah. Just falling back. I think that's the worst song on here. Everything afterwards. Hold oh, on. There's another bad song. No, I think it's what's that? Uh, what's that well, I know, you're gonna say, wait, okay, wait, say what? Wait, what song did you say? You I know? said Jimmy Cooks. Jimmy oh. Cooks needs to get the fuck. Oh, out of here. yeah, no, that's the worst song on the album. Thank you, youngest. Interesting. Jimmy Cooks needs to go, and it is overrated in my, in my opinion, but it is. It is very clearly half-assed shit that he put out because someone in the studio said, no, you need to put out a rap song. Yeah, absolutely. It, and it's so clear. Like, it's the last song. And it's it, so clear that's why it's there. Yeah, that's the first rap song I've ever seen, like, ironically thrown on an album. Like, yeah. he pretty purposely was like, all right, fuck I mean, up. and take this one rap song. it's the biggest song off the album, <laughs> clearly. Um, but it's the biggest song. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I wish that, he had that, that's just disgusting. Like, I, to me he should have cut it off at 13, had the balls, put it out, and I w- let everyone run with Sticky if they wanted some. I will shit. say Jimmy yeah. Cooks has grown on me, but yeah, I do think it's overrated. I don't even think it's a top. I don't think it's a top five song on here. I, it's fine though to me. Falling Back is the only song that's bad to me. I actually like Currents. I th- I don't get why people didn't. Well, not that I don't. I don't get why people had such an adverse reaction to it. I know a lot of people talked about the bed squeaks, but I've heard yeah. bed, I've heard so many bed squeaks on songs. I don't. Well, that bed. was my uh, my reaction to it was. The first thing was like, this is an example of someone putting something in a song that they know is supposed to be in a house song, right. but then he didn't really do anything with it that you would expect. Yeah. So it was like, kind of just, it's kind of just there. there. Yeah. 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 That was my only gripe with it. I don't really listen to that song that much. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I like this project a pretty good deal. Uh, if I'm just doing like a quick ranking, nothing was the same as my favorite. If you're reading this is two, so far gone at three. And then like, I would, I would, is, I would be never done Drake rankings on the show before, at least putting it out there. Like, yeah, I was about to say, I, well, I, I, we did, I have, I've given them before. Um, but yeah, after that Not three, yeah, on the show, I did it on the, the year end. We talked about it. Um, but yeah, after that, I kind of start thinking about this album. I start thinking about this wow. album. I start thinking about CLB and I start thinking about more oh, brother. And I kind of halfway start thinking about take care. Take care is fucking overrated, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, I started thinking about it there. Um, I think this project is good. It it like continues to sound good and grows on me. Um, I think it's a lot better than people give it credit for. Uh, so I'll say that. (laughs) I'll I'll play it last. I'll probably reevaluate it actually now that Keisha made me think about Scorpion. Okay, real. Uh, like, okay. it's gonna be a it's gonna be head of views, and I promise head of Scorpion. I promise we about to end the Drake shit, but like. How, is is it not better than Thank Me Later? Thank Me Later, fucking. Yeah, sucks, I was just about bro. to say. I I personally 
have like I, thank me later has a hold on me because I just remember that album being out uh, like in my latter years of high school and just like that album and take care. Although I, I gravitate more to thank me later. So like those songs have a meaning like for me you? that they don't to everybody. What's up? You know, like I'm, I'm a, don't let me figure out how to get through this camera. Uh, <laughs> like it's not than, like to me, it's like, it's so clearly better than like a thank me later or views. Yeah, like Make Me Later's got Find Your Love. It's got Up All Night. It's yeah. got Show Me a Good Time. It's got Over. Like, uh, I mean, it's got I, CC's Interlude. I love CC's Interlude. I love uh, Miss Me. Uh, with That's probably his. I like no? The Resistance. I like Karaoke. I, I think love the, the, the funniest thing about Think Me Later, I think the album comes Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the best, like, Miss Me is not the best Wayne and Drake song. It might be. Uh, it be fast, but um, no, HYFR. Is that I like Miss definitely. Me more personally. I don't know. Man, I probably like used to more than I like Miss Me. Yeah, I like used to too. I don't um, even. Know. Pretty, yeah. I was gonna say the only right above it is probably the only other. Oh yeah. Like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That's damn. Um, they got a lot of shit together. Like yeah, they got yeah. a lot of shit together. We got we got to end the, we got to end the Drake shit though. Uh, we bro, we at, we just need to do the Drake song draft soon. That's hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I need to I need to take off work and we're gonna do it. For yeah, I'm about to say <laughs> listen, youngest go uh, pray to his Drake shrine and yeah, that that's the one shit where youngest is gonna come super correct. That that nah, was gonna be crazy. Bad. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get that I'm out of here. Show up on time too. Everybody. Yeah, he's gonna show up wearing a fucking suit with a, with a draft board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my sister's wedding. Uh, the drink. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, let's let's wrap it up there. Any any last words, uh, Roby and Keista? Hold on, let's ask him. Uh, first, Keista, is there any new stuff you've been or old stuff? Anything you've been listening to lately that you kind of yep. want to yep. get off your chest? You want to give some love to? Um. I mean, the new Black Party is pretty good. I've been I've been rocking with that. Um, mostly just stuff from the summer that I've been playing. So the Raven Lene album still in rotation. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, Calvin Harris was what it was. So <laughs> I can't really recommend that. But um, yeah, mostly just been it's just been Beyonce um, and then some other stuff here here and there. But I don't really even know what else is coming out this year, honestly. So we'll see. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Black Party a a listen like earnestly like i've been thinking about it for a few days so this isn't just me bullshitting on the pod um i'm yeah, not sure that, that i think that's a pretty sense. that'll be a pretty good listen for you yeah, it's not for me to spin it because yeah. i haven't yeah. gotten to it yet either i've heard a lot about it lately so i just want i just want to tap in to see if it's something for me or not it's mm-hmm. a short project too i think it's only it's not that long um yeah 38 minutes like you know oh oh yeah i can knock yeah. that out easy um Robbie, what are you what about you man what, what you been listening to lately? what you've been fucking with Man, so I've I've been going back to, well, first of all, Nudie just put out one of my favorite rap albums yeah, of the year. Yeah, Indiana youngest, Monster, yo, man. you now's your time. If you <laughs> not, not, not listen, man. Let Roby go. Let Roby go. Not listen, man, because youngest posted about this mind. album. <laughs> youngest posted about this album. He and Joe kept posting Apollo over and over and over, and I kept seeing it, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know Nudie had an album out. And I went, I listened to it, man. The first three tracks, ah, it's perfect. All right. I don't, I don't think you start an album better than that. This is 
the most easily digestible nudie album I've ever heard. And I know because I've tried multiple times to like really get into nudie. I like him as a rapper and I think he's really good as a feature artist. But EA Monster is something different. And this is like, I think could be like a real stepping up point for his career for people who haven't heard his music yet. So I've been listening to that. I got some other stuff, but youngest, get your EA Monster thoughts on. I know you won't. Yeah, I honestly, I really do like it a lot. I'm a big nudie fan. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue was like Dr. Evil, his one from last year, and anyways, the one from the year before that kind of fell flat for me. Like, yeah. I haven't liked the nudie album this much since Faded in the Booth, and I think Faded in the Booth is probably my favorite of his. There's probably someone out there that like really likes nudie that's calling me a dumbass, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah Tyler. I, Joe. <laughs> yeah, or Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Faded in the Booth's one I really like, and EA Monster hits that same fold. Um, like short, sweet, gets to the point. It's all his strengths. Impala. Yeah. Imp- I'm I'm excited because I got that playlist Apple Music does where uh, it refreshes like every weekend, and it shows like uh-huh. my most played hundred songs or whatever. Impala's only been out since Monday. I bet you that shit's going to be in my top 10. <laughs> yeah. I cannot stop playing that fucking song. Um, uh, Lunch Meat's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, Dunce Sane with Baby Drill, whoever the fuck that is, kills it. Like, Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, really, really big fan of EA Monster. I've been spinning it a lot lately. It's only been out since Monday. I've probably listened to it like three or four times. It's been less than a week already. Um, I'm probably going to keep playing songs off it. Might listen to it in full again. But yeah, uh, Nudie's not for everyone, so I'm not going to give a blind recommendation. But yeah, if you're into that like Atlanta grimy rap, he does a lot of like gang talk over Mario beats, I think is probably the I mean, best I think if you like... Like I've, if you if you like uh twenty one, I think twenty one's a yeah. pretty easy. If you like twenty one, I think it's worth listening. Yeah, it, it's just like Pierre Born beats too. Exactly. Like, yeah. Short project, yeah. um, only thirty four minutes. If, I, if you can't if you can't leave the house after dark, this is not, <laughs> not yeah not for you. Um, if you have a you. curfew, not for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I actually I was joking with you about this. Problem. I actually I I don't hate it. I think it's it's okay. I think my problem is that. Uh, it kind for to me at least it kind of sounded like same old same old. I think Impala and and Dunsan or two they're just like super crazy. Impala is just like fucking insane. But as someone who's like kind of an outsider on nudie, I, to me it kind of just sounded like some same old same old. Um, but I'm definitely gonna tap back into it, especially uh, later this week because yeah, um, uh, I, and I love how distinct might, he is. It might be same old same old, but with his last two, I felt like he was. Like not on his A game. That's why. Yeah, because those were those are supposed to be like points of entry for me personally. I tried yeah. uh, with the music he was putting out around the time of that Spiral movie, and then uh, the Doctor Eva album, and I just I, I couldn't get into him. Not not the way I did with this. Yeah, yeah. But, oh wait, okay. The, the one thing I do love about Nudie, one last thing, he's Twenty One Savage cousin, and you would never know I it. That related. <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting the fucking related. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like he doesn't use that as like a spring point. You know what I mean? Like he exactly. just like making. And he his really music could. Yeah, yeah. Now some other they make a lot of famous cousins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they make they like make a <laughs> lot of music together too. So yeah. <laughs> um, you're sick man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, go wait. check out that young movie. Oh, That's I was a- gonna say two other things. Right, Joe put me onto this Rosalia album. Yes, and sir. that Shout out to Rosalia. 
I it, it, okay, is it Rosalia? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe put me onto this Rosalia album. I had only heard one song from her. I think it was a feature. It was either on the Jack Boys album or it was on a Don Toliver album. It was Jack Boys. It was Jack Boys. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Highest in the room, like the yeah. remix. Yeah, yeah, and I and I did not like her on that at all. I didn't know why she was there. And it kind of soured me on her before I'd even really gotten a chance to get into her music. Joe said, no, go listen to this album. I think this was yesterday. And I dipped into it. I listened to it in full last night. And man. Yeah, she got the weekend on there. Weekends on there, yeah. Listen, yeah. man. I don't even I don't remember a single note from him. <laughs> like, she was really, 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 really good, man. Like Joe said, <laughs> I was talking about Bad Bunny. Joe said Bad Bunny didn't even make the best Spanish album of this year. And I was like, after listening to this, no, you I think you're right. It's still, it's still it's still a, it's still a little spicy, but yeah. yeah I don't wanna like I I I love it. I, I thought yeah. it was really versatile. It wasn't just, you know, uh like it, it that categorized it as like a pop Latino album. It wasn't like all uh reggaeton or anything like that, but yeah. Was... I, I won't say too much about this because I will definitely be talking about this come year end. So I won't say too much. Okay. About uh, yeah. And... So next week, Lee and I will talk about the new game album dropping tonight. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have a track by it. We're gonna have a 32, 33 song. Bro. Hey man, call me so I can not be on them up. No, <laughs> no sir. We've got a ten minute Eminem diss on there called Black yeah. Slim Shady. Yeah. No, I, I I know you're coming out. Nah, oh, he's trying to get out of Twitter earlier, Roby. It's, it's, it's wild, man. Are you for real? Yeah, man. I'm dead ass. Nasty. Nasty. Disgusting, man. Oh, and a new Meg album tonight. Yeah, Meg album tonight. Oh, huh? oh, hold on. Yeah, now. Meg album tonight. Yeah. That's uh, all. I, don't, I really don't know what else is coming, uh, you know, in the next, in this month of April. April. God damn it. In August. Yeah. Uh, Lil Baby's dropping in July. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Joe. I know Joe's crying every day about that. Yes, you know, dropping tonight. Yeah, um, <laughs> better too. Black, yeah, they're all they're all coming. Uh, now, why you do that? See, yeah, I was I'm having sorry. a good time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, man, thank y'all for coming through. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all are enjoying these records and having a good time, staying safe out there. All these damn diseases. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, and yeah, have a good one. Like, review, Please. give us five stars. All that, all oh, that. Nice.